0: Night and day, at home or away, always carry tons. Tums. T-U-M-S. Tums' famous quick release for acid injection presents A Date with Judy. Starring Louise Erickson as Judy and John Brown as Father. Hello.
1: Hello, Judy. This is Oogie. Oh, Oogie, I got the most exciting news for you. What? Oh, it what? What? There's only 47 days, 6 hours, and 13 seconds until
2: school's out.
0: That's Judy, folks. Judy Foster, the lovable teenage girl who is close to all our hearts. Your Date with her each Tuesday is arranged by the makers of Tongue's famous quick release for acid indigestion. You don't have to travel very far to find out that Tums are fast relief for acid indigestion and heartburn. So whether you travel by car, by plane, by bus, or by train, buy Tums first. And when strange food and irregular hours bring on acid upset, just lift one or two tasty Tums in your mouth, the same as you would candy mints. Almost instantly, Tums neutralize the annoying excess acid, lets you travel in comfort. You never know when or where acid indigestion may hit you. So night and day, at home or away, always carry Tums. Still only ten cents a roll, three roll package a quarter, all drugstores. Say you want tons. T U M S, Tums tons for the stomach. And now to the Foster. It's morning, a lovely spring morning to make you dance instead of walk, sing instead of talk. And each of the fosters reached this morning according to his own special character. Mother preparing breakfast in the kitchen.
2: Now I put the eggs
3: in the water. The eggs go in. Plop, plop, plop. Two minutes for Melvin. up like some trees.
1: And four minutes for Judy. And five is right for me.
0: Randolph doing setting up exercises for the first time at 11 months.: One, two, three, four,
2: out, two, three, four, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, in, Two, three, four, five, six, seven,
0: eight, nine, ten, eleven. eight, nine, ten. Eleven. Judy doing her hair in front of her dressing table mirror.
1: You're so lovely. Your hair is sun gold.
2: Your eyes with cool of sheer blue.
1: Ah, on a morning like this, you are prettier than Hookie Whiteman. Almost.
0: And Father coming down to breakfast.
2: Uh.
3: darn it! Somebody left the hall light on all night. Dora, I would like to know who... Good
2: morning, Melvin, dear. Good morning. Who left it? Isn't it a
1: lovely morning? Yes, yes,
3: it's lovely. Dora, I would like to know who... Who left it? Left... What?
1: Didn't you forget something?
3: Forget? Thank you. Well, Oh, none of those things. Well, then... Dora, why are you standing there with your lips stuck out like a duck? Oh, <laughs> Melvin. Hmm? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now, look, Laura, I would like to know. I would like to know why the whole life was...
1: Good morning, Mother. Good morning, son. And a cheer good morning to you, sire. Morning,
3: morning. Look, Randolph, I worked very hard for my money. Sure. So, then...
1: Sure, Father, just stick with it another 10 or 20 years, and then I'll take over. <laughs> now, just a an minute. Isn't this morning sensational, Mother? Absolutely sensational.
3: When you two finally finish discussing the weather, there's something I would like to say. Shoot, Father. Thank you. When I came down this morning, I found the whole life... Good
1: morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear everybody. Good morning to you. Good morning, my lovely mother. Good morning, dear. Good morning, my lovely brother. Well, that's the first time I've been called anything but gorgeous. Good morning. good morning to you, my glamorous sister. Thank you, gorgeous. And now my lovely, charming, and distinguished cater, a lovely good morning to you. Good
3: morning. Yes. <laughs>
1: And, uh, what makes my loving father so unusually cheerful this morning? Oh, haven't you heard? He found the hall right. Oh, really? Congratulations, my lovely father. I didn't even know it was
2: missing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: if you could all just restrain your loveliest hubris for a
1: I would like to ask just who it was. So oh!
2: Me thinks wow. me.
1: Here's the sound of yon doorbell. Me think so, too. And are you lovely, whoever you are? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Oogie, it's lovely, Oogie. Huh? Let's all kiss the lovely Oogie good morning. Well, just a minute. I don't think the morning's that lovely. <laughs> and
2: what's wrong? Are you first?
1: Delighted. Hey, what? My turn. <laughs> hmm, what a morning!
2: <laughs> I love
1: life and I want to live. But give me some men who are no. Give me some women who are stout hearted women. No, they're too fat for me <laughs> uh, I don't understand something What, Oogie? I don't understand why I feel so good today So, so sort of youthful Oogie, don't you know? No That's strange You better walk a little faster, Judy, or we'll be late for school. you want to know something, Oogie, dear? Uh-huh. I'm crazy about you. You are? Really? you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm crazy about you, too, Judy. you want to know something else? Sure. See that man over there? Yeah. I'm crazy about him, too. What? Who is he? I don't know. I'm crazy about everyone today. Oh, <laughs> look at me. I'm not even jealous. Oogie. What, Judy? Wouldn't it be nice in the park today? Yeah. And think, just think, what it would be like in the lake. Yeah. We could rent one of Anderson's canoes. Wouldn't it be dreamy? Yeah. Obie. No, Judy. No, don't even suggest it. <laughs> Perish the spot. Obie. No, we couldn't. Well, I've never played hooky before in my entire life. Why, like my father would have a fit. And my teacher. <clears throat> Ooh, I shudder to think what he'd say. Oh no, Judy, it's out. I'm adamant, absolutely adamant. I, uh, yeah, let's go.
3: Hello, everybody.
1: Hi, father. Did you have a hard day, dear?
3: Everything went wrong.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. My secretary
3: mooning around the office. People late for appointments, if they showed up at all. Let's get into people just because it happens to be a nice spring day. Well,
1: Father, dear.
3: What is it, dear?
1: Uh, would you mind signing this?
3: All right, honey, let me ask. Here's a pen. I tell you, do What am I signing?
1: Oh, just a note. Yeah,
3: but what does it's it... just
1: a note, Father, dear. Let me
3: see. Please excuse my daughter, Judy, for being absent yesterday. She had a touch of fever and we... <laughs> Were you absent from school today? Well, um, sort of. Sort of. How can you be thought of absent? She was there in
1: spirit. Now you stay out of it. <laughs> well, Judy? Well, Hooky and I, it was such a beautiful day, and, and, well, it was such a beautiful day, and we.
3: played hooky, Judy?
1: I guess you might call it that.
3: And now you want me to lie and say you had a touch of fever, huh?
1: Oh, it's not a lie, Father.
3: You mean you did have a t- touch of fever? Uh
2: huh. Fever. <laughs> Young
3: lady, what do you suppose would happen if I did what you did today? What if I should suddenly decide as true nights a day to work?
2: Well, What you...
3: if I were as irresponsible about my job as you were about yours? Who do you think would pay for your clothes and, and food and an and allowance?
1: Mother. If...
2: <laughs> Mother?
3: Where would she get the money?
1: From the alimony you'd be paying. Young us. man!
3: Well, dear, aren't you making this more important than it really is? No, this is very important. A person has responsibilities in life. Mine is to earn a living. Judy's is to go to school. If everybody went around neglecting his responsibilities, what do you think would happen to 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 to, to civilization?
1: Yes, sir. Judy plays hooky, and civilization goes to pot. <laughs> I'm sorry, Father. I won't do it again. I
2: promise.
3: No, I should think.
1: But won't you sign this note,
2: please?
3: No, I will not sign that note. What? Yeah?
2: But I can't go to school tomorrow without a note. I can't possibly. What do I tell the teacher?
3: Tell her the truth.
2: But Father, Melvin. No, don't...
3: let her take what's coming to her. And don't you sign the note either, Dora? Judy has got to learn about responsibility. Oh.
2: Good morning, oh, dear.
3: Good morning to you, love of my life.
1: Well, what happened to you
3: since last night? Oh, I had a fine night, please. Feel like a minute.
2: Yeah.
3: Dorian, it's was a lovely morning. It was a lovely morning yesterday, too. Uh, I, I know. I, I I was pretty rough on Judy last night. You certainly were. Well, actually, I was right. But maybe I was a little too... Well, I'll be especially nice to her this morning.
1: Well, she and Randolph have already left the school. Oh.
3: Huh. Well, I'll be especially nice to her this evening. How's about a little breakfast? Dreamboat?
2: boat?
3: Yeah. Ah, fine breakfast, Dora, but... You say that every morning. I know, but it was especially good this morning. <laughs> I've had breakfast before, but never a breakfast like this. No, never a breakfast like this. All oh, the eggs were yellower, the ham was mellower, and I am a lucky... Uh, hello
2: oh, no. oh, what a
3: day I feel like a million and I'm only 39 <laughs> Hey,
1: that's quite a joke Huh, Dorry? you get it? I feel like a million I'm only 39 Yes, Melvin, I get it You ought to be on the stage Maybe you're right. right I can
3: see the marquee now Love in the Morning Starring Lynn Fontan And Melvin Foster
2: <laughs>
0: You know, it almost sounds like it belongs uh, almost but do you know where Melvin Foster really belongs? Huh? In his office in ten minutes.
3: Oh. Yeah. Well, it's off to work I go.
1: Bye. Bye, dear. Well, oh, go on, Dora. Just don't stand there. Do the dishes. Who in the world? in a minute? Yes? Oh! Dora.
3: Yes, dear? It's a beautiful morning. Yes, it is. And it'll probably be a beautiful day, isn't it? Oh yes, it will. Well, as long as we're in complete agreement, yes, let's both take the day off.
1: Take the day off, oh, what, well, Melvin? Sure, come
3: on, hurry up, put your hat on, and let's go. Well,
1: but Melvin, I couldn't. Why the beds aren't made and the dishes aren't done? Why? why I couldn't dream of it? It's the most ridiculous thing. I, 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 Melvin, I don't need a hat. Let's
2: go. That's my girl. <laughs>
0: Have you got what you'd call a sensitive stomach? Does careless eating, over smoking, or nervous strain sometimes bring on acid indigestion with its heartburn and heaviness? Then you ought to try tons. At the first hit of acid distress, slip one or two tons in your mouth, the same as you would candy mints. Almost instantly, tons neutralize the excess acid, bring you sweet, grateful relief. You see, you don't over-alkalize when you take tons. You don't risk acid rebounds. Tons contain no bicarbonate of soda. No water-soluble alkalize. Absolutely none. So never over-alkalize. Always neutralize excess acidity with Tums. Handy to take? Oh, you bet. No mixing or stirring. No water needed. Get yourself some Tums this very night. Then do as millions do. Night and day, at home or away, always carry Tums. Still only 10 cents a roll, free roll package a quarter, all drugstore. Ask for Tums. T-U-M-S. Tons for the tummy. And now, back to a date with Judy.
2: Hi, Judy. Oh,
1: Randolph, I thought you'd never get here. Where have you been? At Curly. What's the matter? I'm absolutely beside myself. Something terrible has happened. Mother has disappeared. What? I got home from school at 3.30. It's 5.30 now and no sign of her. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Oh, no. Well, look at the house. Breakfast dishes unwashed. Bed's not made. Mother wouldn't go out without doing those things first. Well. And another thing, there's nothing being prepared for dinner. Now I am worried. What are we going to do? Have you father both at the office? No, I didn't want to worry him. I was hoping Mother would get back. Well, I think we ought to call him. Yes, I, I guess so. What do you think happened? I don't know. Maybe she eloped with Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Randolph, how can Hello? Miss Watson? Well, this is Judy. May I speak to my father, please? What? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, well, I see. Yes. Yes, all right. Goodbye. Oh, Randolph. What? What? Speak to me. Father hasn't been in his office all day. He hasn't. No. Miss Watson is hysterical. She says the place is a madhouse. No one knows what to do. People have been calling all day to speak to Father, and she doesn't know what to tell them. Randolph, I just know something terrible has happened. Well, maybe maybe they just sort of... Them. Well, maybe they both went somewhere. Father takes the day off from work? Impossible. You heard what he said last night when he found out I neglected to go to school. About responsibility and all that. Yeah. Randolph, what a... I'm going to call the police. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, let's not do anything hasty. Let's uh, lead the police out of this.
2: Why? Well, uh, what if Father...
1: Well, what if Father absconded with the firm's money?
2: Randall!
1: How do you say that about Father? No, well, I guess he wouldn't do a thing like that. Besides, it's his firm, so he'd be taking his own money. Oh. Go on, Judy. Call the police. All right. It's the only thing you do.
2: Uh, What's the matter? Why'd you hang up? Randolph, listen. Huh? Well, at least we know Mother didn't hear <laughs> alone. Well, they do. Mother, mother, Father! Yeah, they look familiar. Let's see.
1: Oh, yes, I think this pretty girl is a daughter of ours.
3: Oh, really? How nice. Please, meet you daughter of ours.
1: Well, Judy, do you think your parents are cracking up? <laughs>
3: Your, uh, son, madame? No, your son, sir. Oh, oh, pleased to meet you, my son,
2: sir. <laughs>
1: Where were you? Where were you? Why, we were... Judy,
2: what's the matter? So what is it?
1: We thought something had happened to you. The beds weren't made, and the secretary said you hadn't been in all day. And, and there's nothing for dinner.
3: Oh, is that all?
1: <laughs> oh, we almost called the police. Oh, really? <laughs>
3: well, all I did was take the day off. We, we drove out into the country and... What? Well, it's a nice day. Well, I just didn't feel like spending the day in a stuffy office. No. So, well, yes. We had a wonderful time, didn't we, dear?
2: Wonderful.
1: <laughs> well, I like that. Oh, what are you so upset about? What are you so upset about? Who has a better life? After what you said to me last night, we're doing the exact same thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's right.
3: Well, it wasn't exactly the same thing. You see, I... uh, Well, it's different.
2: How?
1: Well, you... uh, I... uh... Uh, What about civilization, Father?
2: Uh, Judy.
1: Yes, Father?
3: If you'll give me the note, I'll be glad to sign it. You can't. Why not?
1: Because it's too late.
3: I don't understand.
1: I told them the truth about my being absent. And tomorrow morning, you have to go to see the principal about me. Do you realize what that means? What does it mean? It means a fate worse than death. That's what it means. I could get expelled. I'd never be able to hold my head up at all because my own father, my own flesh-and-blood father, refused to show the slightest mercy to his own flesh-and-blood
2: daughter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
2: didn't, father, you turned the other cheek.
1: And then you went right out and did what you maligned me for. But, you I... I'll die. That's
2: what I'll do. Die
1: dead. It'll be all
2: your fault. <laughs> oh,
3: Oogie, will you please tell my daughter, Judy, that this might not be as bad as she thinks?
1: Judy, your father says that this might not be as bad as you think. You may tell, Father, but in spite of what he says, I know that I'm marching to my doom. But, Mr. Foster,
2: Judy says... I heard, Oogie. (laughs)
1: Judy, nothing will happen. And, well, if you do get expelled, I'll leave school, too. Oh, Oogie. Oogie, do you really think... No, they won't do that to Judy. Only... Only what? Oh, well, I was just thinking. Stinky Edwards cut school last week. Yes, yes. And they practically strung him up by his son. Oh. But don't worry. His... Everything will be all right. Well, here's his office. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. He must have you're your pail.
3: Uh, well, it's pretty warm. Uh... Shooting. Yes, Father. Couldn't you tell the principal? I mean, maybe it'd be better if I didn't I mean, I had some pretty important business at the office and I know, no,
1: Father. Remember, if you'd have signed the note, this wouldn't have happened. Well, yes, but And another thing, don't forget that you played hooky too. So whatever he says about me is true of you.
3: Yes. What uh what kind of man is this, Mr. Branson?
1: Really? Yeah, we call him Captain Block. Behind his back, of course. I see. Well, we might as well go in. Well, I'd better get to my class. Good luck, Judy. Thank you, Ubi. After you, Father. Oh.
0: Oh, good morning, Judy.
1: Good morning, Miss Barry. This is my father.
0: Good morning, Mr. Foster.
1: Yes,
2: yes. Senor. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, no rush, no rush at all. If he's busy, we'll be glad to wait or, or come back no, some no, other time. No, night.
1: no, he's expecting you. Oh,
3: I don't feel so good.
1: Oh. What are you so nervous about?
3: Well, it it just sort of reminds me of my own school days. I I spent lots of time waiting in the principal's office. <laughs> you. You don't get over something like that so quickly. Maybe ever.
1: in, Mr. Foster, Judy.
3: Yes, thank you.
1: Mr. Branson, this is Mr. Foster, Judy's father. Mr. Foster, Mr. Branson.
3: Good day, Mr. Foster. <laughs>
2: Good
3: day, Mr. Branson. Good morning, Miss Foster.
2: Good morning, Mr. Branson.
3: I presume, Mr. Foster, that you know why I asked your daughter to bring you to see me. Oh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, indeed, sir. Good. Have a seat, please. Thank you, Thank you. sir. You may go back to your class now, Miss Foster. I will speak to your father. And please remain there until I send for you.
1: Yes, Mr. Branson. Farewell, father. Farewell.
3: Goodbye, dear. Mr. Foster, you realize, of course, the seriousness of your daughter's behavior. Oh, yes, Your Honor. Mr. Foster, the principal of the high school is not addressed as Your Honor. Oh, pardon me, Your Excellency. Nor Your Excellency. My name is Branston, Franklin Branston. Mr. Branston will do nicely. Yes, yes, of course, Mr. Branston. Thank you. Tell me, Mr. Foster, what would you do if you were in my position? Uh, well, Mr. Branson, do you know why Judy did what she did? No. Oh. Well, well it was a fine spring day, a day very much like today. She came down to breakfast feeling like the world had just begun.
1: Judy, what happened? I couldn't do my geometry. I was so worried. What happened? I don't know, Rogie. What? What do you mean? Well, we went into Mr. Branson's office, and he told me he wanted to speak to father, and for me to go back to class, and he called me when he wanted me. Well? Well, school's over for the day, and he hasn't called me yet. He hasn't? No. But what about your father? I don't know. Judy. What? Well, you know how your father is. Hot-tempered and all that. Yeah? Do you think they had a fight? Oh, Oogie! Oh, maybe they didn't. Maybe they just pushed each other around a little.
2: Oh, Oogie!
1: Come on, let's go to Mister Branston's office and find out the worst. Uh, excuse me, Miss Barry. Yes, Beauty. I'd like to see Mister Branston, please. So would I. What? He left in the middle of a very busy morning. He ups and leaves. I'm going crazy here. What? Just what about my father? He was with him. He was. I can't understand this. In the twelve years I've been Mister Branson's secretary, he's left the office in the morning only once before, and that was when the building burned down.
2: Something very serious
1: must have happened.
2: Oh, Oogie.
1: Well, what did your father's secretary say? She said father hadn't been in his office all day. Oogie, what do you think could have happened? Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Mr. Branson decided to take it up with the Board of Education.
2: Oh, no. This is the end, the final end.
1: Judy, Judy, please don't cry. Please don't.
2: I can't
1: help. you still got me. But I won't have a diploma. I'm not good as a woman without a diploma. Well, almost as good as a woman with a Diploma. <laughs> Listen to me, Judy Foster. I'm taking matters in my own hands. I demand that you stop crying. You'll make yourself sick or something. I'll try to... I don't want to be a cry baby. Well, that's better. You women sure need a man around to tell you what to do.
2: <laughs>
1: You're right, and I've always known that you were a man. Yeah, and I'm giving the orders. Now we're going out to the lake, and we're going to try and forget this crisis. Oh no, I couldn't. As I said before, I'm giving the orders around here. I'm going to rent a boat from Anderson, and you're going to relax. Oh, you're so, so strong. I've never appreciated you so much before. Well, I'm a a man, and that's what men are for: to shoulder responsibility. Is Judy? If we're going to rent a boat from Mr. Anderson. Yes, Judy. You got any money?
2: Do
1: you feel better now, Judy? Oh yes, is. I've renewed my courage. I've made up my mind to face anything that's at all faceable.
2: No, that's well.
1: But I wish I knew what happened in Mr. Branson's office. I wish I knew the verdict. Well, now don't cry again. Look, Judy. Look at the a fish. I bet it's a happy fish. It doesn't have to face what I do. Would have have to face a lot more if I'd have brought my fishing tackle? I wish I'd thought of it. See, there's some guys fishing over there. If I had... Judy. What is it, Uki? Look. Look in that boat. Isn't that... Yes. That's Father. I'll be swizzled. Hurry, Oogie. Okay. Father.
2: Father. Father. Father, what happened?
1: What did Captain Bly do? I said, what did Captain Bligh do? Why ask her? Huh? Oh, hello, Captain and oh, Mister Branson. Uh,
2: Mister Branson. Uh, hello, uh,
3: children. Mister
2: Branson, you're playing hockey. Well,
3: it was such a lovely day, and uh,
2: <laughs> yes, I
3: guess I am. Yes, yes. is. Yes, we are. Uh, uh, of course we're all doing a wrong thing And we all deserve to be punished Am I right? No Right as rain, right, Frankie
2: <laughs> What kind of punishment,
1: Mr. Branson?
3: Well, I think your father and I will get our punishment When we see our secretaries Yes,
1: sir
3: <laughs> But I'll put Ugi on yourself What do you think, Mel? Well, I think you ought to give him a choice, Frank. Mm
1: -hmm. What kind of a choice, Father?
3: Fish or cut bait. Oh, (laughs)
2: John!
0: We'll hear more from the Fosters in a moment. Are you slipping up on sleep? Is lack of a good night's rest making you nervous and irritable? Well, one of the most common causes of sleepless nights is acid indigestion. But you know what to do for that. Take Tums. Tonight, before you slip into bed, just slip one or two pleasant-tasting Tums in your mouth. Almost instantly, Tums neutralize the excess acid, relieve annoying heartburn, soothe, and settle your upset acid stomach, so you settle down for a good night's sleep. And Tums are as easy to take as candy mint. Tums require no mixing or stirring, you don't even need water. So, do as millions of sleep loving folks do. Night and day, at home or away, always keep tums handy. Still only 10 cents a roll, three roll package a quarter, any drugstore. There are many imitations, but no substitute for tums. T U M S. Genuine tums for the tummy. And now, here are the Fosters again. <laughs> Oh,
3: good morning, dear. Why, Melvin, what are you doing up so early? Oh, well, after what happened yesterday, I want to be at the office before anybody else. <gasps> oh, I see. Could I have my know. breakfast right away? Why,
1: please? of course, dear. Hi, Sandy. Has anybody seen my history book? I beg of Oh, here
3: it is, dear. You left it on the table.
1: Oh, thank goodness. Good morning, everybody. Oh, good morning,
3: dear. Aren't you up a little earlier than usual?
1: Well, after what happened yesterday, I want to be at school before anyone else.
3: Good idea, dear. Yes, dear. very.
1: Could I have my breakfast right away, Mother? Oh, of course, dear. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Randolph. Good morning, dear.
3: Yeah. Well, Randolph, you're up with the birds, too. Yeah.
1: Well, say, what are you all doing up so early?
3: Oh, I just thought I'd get a little work done in of the office before anybody else gets there.
1: And I want to do my history over again. At this point in my life, it is very important to impress my teacher. Well, now, that's very interesting. Why? Because today's Saturday. <laughs>
0: right. Oh! by may Leslie, stars Louise Harrison as Judy and John Brown father, and this Davis as Randolph and my remarks as much. Nick Brenner played Usham. Music was composed and conducted by Hal Boyd. The program was produced and directed by Helen Mack. This is Ken Niles inviting you to be with us again. That's duty at this time to keep your date with Judy. And remember, night and day at home or away, always carry tons. King U-M-S. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.